When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 348 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, joined, I won't say as always, because he ducked. You want to talk about ducking? Willie Saylor ducked an entire week last week of FRL, but he's back. He's repping a little Roger Chandler, Michigan State action. He's in Easton PA to my left. We've got Stephen Kyle Brackey to my right, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. And, you know, two weeks ago, I guess we had had to take a palooza with the Dayton-Suriano match, the the hands-to-the-face gate, the review gate, the nobody-shot gate. And now we have another take a palooza on our hands with Spencer Lee not wrestling Sebastian Rivera gate and listen we we were well I'll say this in the initial as soon as Midlands happened I think I tweeted something to the effect of these guys are supposed to wrestle January 27th and I hope that it happens and then I followed up on that tweet on FRL saying listen I don't have any real specific reasons to believe this why this match won't happen but just know that I'm somewhat skeptical but then as it got closer and the match approached, and Iowa listed him as the only starter for the weekend, right? And he wrestled Travis Piotrowski and looked great. And he answered multiple questions about the match to the media that week, talking about how he was going to wrestle, about how he was approaching the match, about um, wrestling Rivera the last time around. And there was nothing but evidence that this match was going to happen. And so for us to get to Sunday and... He just simply doesn't weigh in, and then he's warming up with Perez Perez, and he's out there for the coin toss. I, I don't know what we are to think, and then, you know, so you just cannot wait to hear what Coach Brands has to say, and he says, and this is what I don't really understand, he says it, it's been the plan. Well, if it's been the plan, why was he listed as a starter? If it's been the plan, why did he um, answer questions so specifically about the match to the media and not say, yeah, I'm not going to be wrestling that match, right? I don't understand why they play because you just set yourself up for this, for this, um, you know, the speculation and and then the if you're ducking or not ducking, certainly people are going to think you are when you wrestle on Friday and you say all this stuff like you're going to be wrestling. And then I I don't know what we're left with to believe other than he didn't want to wrestle. He's wrestled every match up to this point. Why would it be part of the plan? To not wrestle the really, really good guy. If, if it was a rest issue, big idea. How about you rest against Travis Piotrowski and wrestle Rivera, right? And I don't think, I think all too often in this, and, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm taking up a lot of time here, but we'll, we'll all have time for our takes. Uh, one, one thing I'm, I'm thinking about, is you always hear, oh, seed protection, seed protection. I don't think that ever is actually a consideration in like any realm even back with like Bo Jordan when he didn't wrestle, when Logan Steber didn't wrestle against Tony, all these are, when Stoll didn't wrestle, they're not 
worried about seed. They don't want to wrestle. They don't want to lose. They don't want to. There's other factors. It's not about seed protection. There's no. Um, I, I don't think that's a scenario that is ever considered. I don't think that Tom Brand, Spencer Lee, Tom Ryan, Kale Sanderson, they're ever thinking like, well, if we sit here, we can preserve a conference seed. Like that is not how these guys think. But there is something else going on, and I, I don't think any of us know for sure. But certainly it was a disappointing moment in wrestling. Um, I mean, you're seeing coaches out there. <clears throat> you know, Chris Ayers, vocal. We don't duck anybody, right? It, this bothered Coaches, Big Ten coach immediately texted me, you can't let these guys off the hook for this. Like, coaches are not happy about this. Fans were not happy. And we're left with nothing but the ability to speculate because I don't think we didn't get any real information other than it was part of the plan. And, frankly, that's somewhat hard to believe for me. Willie, I'm curious for your thoughts. No, you've given some of them on Twitter already. Yeah, a lot. Well, hold on, no. What, uh, the only thing I said is, good, is that it's – Difficult to explain this away. I said, it's difficult. I, I don't know how you're going to defend it. How are you going to defend not wrestling, wrestling on Friday and not wrestling on Sunday? Um, and and that's all I said. Uh, I just don't get, um, you know, it, it's antithetical to everything that Iowa stands for, in, in my opinion. Everything, M.O., since I was a kid, uh, and they were, you know, the biggest, the biggest show on in wrestling. Um, you can't, you can't tell me that. I, I don't think it's that's Tom's Tom Brands' mo. I think Tom Brands, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to offend Tom Brands, and I don't want to offend Spencer Lee. I love Spencer Lee; he's a great kid. Um, but at the same time, I think you have to be honest. We can't sit up here and, and uh, be disingenuous. Yeah. Um, but when <laughs> I think if Tom Brands would have lost a Midlands final, if Tom Brands is a returning national champion and he loses to a guy in Midlands finals, I think that Tom Brands circles January 27th and I said, I'm getting this guy. I'm mm-hmm. getting this guy then. Not – not circle January 27th and say, that's our rest day. We're going to rest that day. It was the Sabbath. Did the Sabbath play a role here? We don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think just, you know, he wrestled all the duels leading up to it. And, you know, I, I don't know what more there is to say that I've said already. But it is disappointing. And I don't know what it means for, you know, what. What what is the end game here, or what is the positive that comes out of this for Spencer for by by not wrestling? Um, I don't I don't I mean, know. If what... you can wrestle on if you can wrestle on Friday, if you can wrestle Travis Piotrowski. Now Travis Piotrowski isn't number one in the country; he's number twelve. Piotrowski isn't Sebastian Rivera right now. Um, but if you can wrestle Piotrowski on a Friday, why can't you wrestle Rivera on a Sunday? I mean the. It just looks like he, they didn't want him to lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, so or have the risk of losing. And and I think you know we're seeing this. I mean, we saw it also this week. And you know, Griffin Perriott was supposed to wrestle Jason Nolf, and he goes to a like a, a D three tournament, wrestles five guys instead, and, and you know guys that aren't even. I don't even know if he wrestled D one guys, 
right? We're we're seeing this kind of it's not just here, it's not just Iowa. You know, we saw it with, with the Bo Jordan Mark Hall thing. That was a straight I don't want to wrestle. In fact, I have that on yeah. that's that's what happened. Right? He could yeah. go. He chose not to go. And guys, we're seeing this more and more where I don't know if it often, it often sounded like, correct me if I'm wrong, it often sounded like or seemed like Bo kind of went when Bo was wanted to go. I mean, certainly um, that's what happened against Mark at the shot. Yeah. So, um, and and a greater, the greater lens of things that I I don't like, um, and, and so a lot of people there a lot of feedback has been, um, well you didn't, you didn't talk about Bo that much in the past. You didn't talk about Chenzo two weeks ago. Um, first of all. I mean, Chenzo was a different circumstance. And, and second we'll of all... We'll elaborate on that. We can't just say different circumstance. Well, Chenzo didn't just lose to Wick. Chenzo didn't wrestle Friday and then not wrestle Wick on Sunday. There's a difference there. Right. Um, but it, you also have to understand, too, I mean, with, with the... Spencer is... I mean, he's like... Chenzo's a two-time national champ, right? But Spencer Lee is like, he's sort of the face. I mean, he's one of the biggest faces of wrestling, right? When you carry that torch, you also, you know, you're also under the magnifying glass. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of separate things to to unpack with this and kind of this season as a whole. Um, first of all, Everyone in this room, in all of wrestling, fully understands, like, if a guy isn't healthy, they shouldn't be wrestling. We all get that. We understand their coach's decisions. Totally get that. It is is much harder to reconcile when you pin the number 12 kid in the country on Friday. And let's just remove Iowa from this. Like, Iowa fans, let's just remove Iowa from this. Let's say Yannick Diakmahalas lost to Joey McKenna, CKLV, right? Just take this hypothetical. And then on January 13th, Cornell's supposed to wrestle Ohio State. And on, on January 11th, Yanni pins, you know, Josh Albert or something, right? A, another really mm-hmm. tough kid. And then doesn't wrestle against Ohio State? We would have questions for Coach Cole. We would have questions for Yanni yeah. because it, it, would, it, would, it, 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 it wouldn't jive, right? And, and I picked yeah, that because that's a guy that people would be like, well, you wouldn't question him. And Sure we would. So th- th- that's an example. In a in a bigger lens too, Nomad. Like you tweeted out, um, "Hey, Coach Ayers and and Coach Goodell, are we going to see Kalodzic Ashnault this weekend?" I mean, we, you shouldn't have to tweet that. I mean, wrestling's in a college wrestling's in a state right now where it's like, ah, I don't know if I should get too hyped up about it. Uh, probably won't happen. Might not happen. Yeah, I mean, it's get, not good. Let's get to another thing. So. You know, a lot of people are like, well, did you ask coaches? Okay, guys, so this is how, in college wrestling, this this works. Every team, basically every team, on Tuesday or Wednesday, they put out media notes, right? It includes probable starters. This is very common practice. That is the team's way of communicating to the media at large so they don't have to answer 75 individual questions. This is who you can expect to see. And a very easy remedy for this is to just put or. Like put like put that or in the head of the fans and the media that this could happen, and 
Penn State didn't do it for Chenzo when he wrestled Wick. They didn't do it for Shakur Shee when he wrestled Taylor Venz. Iowa didn't do it for uh, Spencer Lee against Sebastian Rivera. And it's not the fault of, you know, the SIDs, right? The, the, those are good guys. They're, they're doing what their coaches tell them. But that's a, that's a very simple thing that can put it in the mind of, of the fans and the media that th- this match could not happen and could kind of save you some some speculation later and it still it still allows you to play the game where uh well we don't want them to know who we're sending out. All right, well, if you put or they still don't know who you're sending out. My thought is uh, another thought I've had is that I keep coming back to is if Spencer Lee wanted to wrestle, would he have wrestled? <clears throat> if he wanted to wrestle Sebastian Rivera, then would he have wrestled? And I I think there's a there's a kind of a clear track record that says yes. Because we saw this at the Iowa State duel. We saw Sam Stoll when he was listed alongside Aaron Costello. When it came down to the duel, when it came down, and Sam said, I want to do this. It's my last time to do this. You heard Tom Brand say, everyone saw that video, went crazy. I don't want this. I don't want this. But he let him go, right? The, the athlete, there, there's some, you know, obviously Spencer didn't even weigh in, but my point is, if he wanted to go, I think he could have gone. And I think there's a track record at Iowa that says if the athlete says, hey, I want to go, they go. I remember, you know, there's been multiple circumstances of this. I- Iowa traditionally has had their guys go. Now, Stoll's been a, a-, a unique circumstance the last couple of years because he's been – everyone knows the deal with him, right? It's like, man, the guy's so good. He's so tough. But – his, his knees are very vulnerable, and they have been basically since his freshman season. So, no, they, they he wrestled everyone up till Kyle Snyder, missed Kyle Snyder, and came right back. He didn't wrestle Gable. So they, they know there's certain guys that could put him in the attack legs or he could get hurt, right? But, you know, think back to McDonough uh, against Delgado uh, at Carver-Hawkeye. The whole thing was De- McDonough was sick then, right? And that was like the huge rumor then, and that was later confirmed. Yeah, McD was not right, but he wrestled. And I don't know if I was like coach saying, hey, you get, you need to go. We need you for this duel. Or McDonough just being stubborn and saying, oh, I want to wrestle. I want to go. Either way, it, it's happened. And there's there's kind of a track record of, of Iowa guys wrestling in maybe adverse situations. There's, I mean, well, not just the, an, that's not just down- an Iowa thing either. Yeah, what's the downfall? I mean, what's a, what was that risk? A well, C? The- I mean, a- you're just risking a loss. Well, well, I think yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like, everyone's like, there's no downside, so of course it's not a duck, right? Well, there is downside to losing to a guy two times in a row in in the in the mental space, right? Like if you, all right, I, I'm two and one against this guy. If I beat him, uh, he beat me. Now, if he beats me again, is it in my head, or do, do I lose some confidence? I don't, I don't know. But those, but you can't pretend that there's like no possible. If it doesn't impact your seed or ranking, then clearly there's no downside. There's there's downside to, to losing. So I don't know why that is, like, considered. Now, there's a lot of talk long-term. He's got this illness, a mono-like illness. I, I don't know. I know he was sick for the, um, what was it, Purdue? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was in December, I'm pretty sure. Well, look, but, like, mono, mono can affect you for a while. Like, we, we totally get that, but... When you wrestle all the other duels leading yes. up to it, it's it's just a little harder to reconcile that that's what's going on. And again, Spencer just might be that much of a freak that like he can just go against the number ten guy in the country and pin or tech him. But 
when you wrestle all the other guys, and this goes for any kid in the country, right? If if Alec Pantaleo had a similar thing, if if whoever Gable Stevenson has a similar thing, like if they have mono, like that sucks. Like mono is really freaking hard, and you need lungs in college wrestling. We get that, but when you wrestle every other match leading up to it, including on Friday, it's just a lot harder to reconcile that. Well, that's, that's the issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't be ready to go on a Friday and not on a Sunday. If if you're ready to go on a Friday against number twelve and not ready to go on a Sunday against number one. Uh, then you were, then you don't want to take a loss. They don't want to risk a loss. So hypothetically, all right. So we were all, all right. Are we all in uniform agreement that during the week, the plan for not only on the outside looking in was for Spencer to wrestle, but internally Spencer was going to wrestle. The Tom Brands thought that Spencer was going to wrestle. Do you? Do we all agree with that? Do you yeah. think, or do you think the plan all along was to, for him to not wrestle, and they they just listed him as a? No. Okay, so what happened? So what happened? Right. So we none of us uh, we all agree that when they talked to Spencer on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, whatever day that was, I believe it was Wednesday. On Wednesday, the plan was for him to wrestle, and then he wrestled Friday. Look, look good. So what? So what happened on Sunday? Was, to clarify, that's when. Spencer answered questions about Rivera. Right. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, I think the plan was for him to wrestle. It seemed clear. And, and, yeah, I won't get into that part. But I think the plan was for him to wrestle. So what happened between, I guess we could say, Friday and Sunday that he doesn't weigh in? And I don't understand. You know, I've, and part of me thinks, so Coach Brand's response didn't seem, what wasn't super airtight, right? And Brands is super smart, super savvy. My, my my thought was, and of course, all we can do is speculate because no one wants to be straight with us about what happened. Kale wasn't straight about the Gavin situation. Coach Brands not straight here. That's fine, but there's going to be some speculation as a result of that. So I feel like because his answer was just not very tight and you could easily kind of poke holes in it, I don't think he had a lot of time to think about it. So I feel like it was a that-day kind of decision. Like, okay, I'm not going, or Spencer, you're not going. And then he didn't really think, and then the match happened, and then, oh, yeah, I have to answer this, and I don't really know the answer. So he didn't really have a good, I mean, to me, a satisfactory answer, right? So that's that's why I'm just, go ahead. He goes into, you know, um, that was the plan, and we have good backups, and it's a, you know, it's a time of year to boost your, position and ranking and seating and but we have good backups too i mean it's just it's like you don't you don't have a defending national champ that just lost to a guy and say this is a good time to get perez perez a match yeah i mean <laughs> it's like let's get perez perez some mat time you know when you, you know, know when we, perez would probably like some mat time probably against piotrowski he's probably like coach <laughs> yeah coach if you want to give me some mat time I can think of some other guys I uh, I could wrestle against. Really? Now it's Matt time now against number one Sebastian Rivera. Now's when you want to get me some some experience. Zero and five. Yeah. Right here. He's currently zero and five. Well, he's zero and six now, but he was zero and five going, in, going into the match. Owen, he's zero for 2018 nineteen. And, and okay. And how? But real quickly, yeah. it was wasn't it scoreless after one? Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. So that was that was interesting, but I mean Rivera kind of acknowledged. Yeah, I was like, I came out really flat. You all saw that. So part another reason that we're spending so much time on this, a, a, like 
totally separate from the fact that Spencer is a is a monolith and has been since eighth grade. Just there's been a lot of pressure on Spencer, right? But it's this it's this feeling as a whole this season that the fans are being let down. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went through and it's like, a couple I have a, seasons now. I have a long list of guys who didn't go to matches or events for one reason or another, and it's kind of long. Mitchich at CKLV, uh, Spencer versus Rivera, Gross versus Fix, Hall Valencia, that ended up happening. Fixer Young, that ended up happening. Uh, Rashid against Venz, Chenzo against Wick, Nolf Berger happened, Nolf Deacon happened, Gable Stoll didn't happen, even going down a little bit. Like, Fix Philippi happened, uh, Rivera Russell, Sean Russell didn't wrestle, DeSanto Gomez, both those guys wrestled, uh, Fix Gomez, both those guys wrestled. So there's, there's more not wrestling than wrestling this year. And then, again, like we've talked about Iowa this season where we, we haven't even mentioned that Caleb Young didn't wrestle against <clears throat> Ryan Deacon. Now, uh, that one, I think uh, I th- I think that's completely separate because, one, Jaron Glosser is good, and there could be some actual competition there at 157 between Glosser and Young. Mm-hmm. And t- he just lost to uh, Eric Barone, right? So it's like, hey, man, all right, that didn't look good. He didn't it was not offensive. Let's let Glosser out there, give him an opportunity. I, th- I read into that. You know, I'm not saying it's like a Clark Gilman situation, but it's not – Prez Prez didn't win a wrestle-off. There's not really a, an in-room uh, competition going on there. But, yeah, it's just there, there's a lot of stuff that's that's happened. And, and uh, again, guys, like it, it's not as though any, any person on this show ever actually wants to have to criticize coaches. But, you know, we're going to ask questions when guys guys aren't wrestling. And, and just like – just like John Smith said after the fix Suriano thing, like that match doesn't make wrestling, make or break wrestling. And this this match happening or not happening didn't make or break wrestling. But yeah, fans but are going to be what? mad and media is going to be mad when big matches don't happen and there's not a clear explanation. And the, the coaches don't know anyone an explanation, but like that, that there's going to continue to be speculation and there's going to be continue to be us armchair quarterback. And that that's what makes it hard too is that this is for a couple years now. There's guys. That there's matchups that haven't happened, and then you have this Spencer Lee, who's the star at the top of the tree, and he doesn't do it. He doesn't wrestle. It's just, it, it you know, you feel like your hands are tied. Like, what can we do? It keeps happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what right. to do about it. What can we do? If yeah. Spencer is sick, I hope that he's healthy by March. Just like I hope That's everyone is healthy. By March. Yeah, March. and yeah. that's that's what I also hate is like you know obviously Iowa fans are, are going to cape up for their team and but I hate I just March being the only thing that matters you don't understand like you're basically you hurt the sport when you if if you subscribe to that and the more people that subscribe to that the more the more acceptable it becomes to pick your spots in the regular season the less of a season the less of a sport we actually have and it's a problem I know I know people that comment on. Twitter or respond on, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I know we make fun of them a lot, but that, I mean, that's the real t- – that was one very tangible takeaway from me is that kids were saying, well, you know, maybe it makes sense for him. Well, hey, this is Spencer Lee, and he's all world, all this, all that. and uh, You know, they're trying to justify it. And even five years ago, we were like – no, I mean no. It, you're it's on the schedule. You wrestle. Uh, March is not all that matters. Um, you take every you know. It was it was unacceptable a few years ago, and now you're starting to see this 
some people are trying to justify it, and I mean, it's not very, it's not good. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's a weird thing because the sport is all about. I don't know. I don't need to get on pontificate about that any further. But that's it. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on. Everyone who didn't wrestle this weekend, please be healthy by March. Wow. Nomad's all in on health. On the on, he's on the record. Who okay. didn't wrestle this weekend? I mean, who's hurt? Well, RBY, Shakur, RBY, yeah. So it's it's interesting. So Penn State, um, you know, RBY. We haven't seen Shakur for a while now. He got hurt at the end of the match against um, Reinhardt, Reinhardt, yep. Wisconsin, and then we haven't seen him since. And of course, we're not going to get any information about that. Um, anything substantive, other than there is an injury, the extent of which. The rumors, there's quite a continuum of the seriousness of it, right? And So read into that what you will. But then RBY, you know, it's disappointing. But at the same time, you, you, can't, ha- you can't have backflips be a, a routine part of your defense. You know, Mike said this. I don't know if he said it on the call or if he just said it to me uh, for the scuffle finals or if he just said it to me um, just in a conversation. But he's like, they've got to tell him. I, and he's like, I'm sure they told him, don't do this. This is not, it's not worth, like, just give up the two. It's not, um, it's not worth giving up. I mean, the, the risk is huge. The risk is what happened. The risk is he he's going to be out for a little bit, apparently, allegedly. Um, Byers said three to four weeks. Three to four weeks on a backflip. Just give up the two, right? It's just not worth it. So, uh, you know, he's young and he made Sports Center and that was really cool. But um, I, think he, I just think he turned down. RBY doesn't turn down. Terry Brand. Turn down for what? Uh, so, so you see, all right, Gavin's gone. So there's no 125 help coming for Penn State. RBY is now hurt, and he's in the toughest weight class in the country. Shakur Rashid, they're kind of counting on points from him. And is he hurt for an extended period of time? Brady Berge has not been great, and we've seen Verclear come in. All that to say, so all these little kind of bad things are, are happening to Penn State, and I, it doesn't change anything in my mind about this team race. I just think, <clears throat> bottom line, Nolf, Chinzo, Mark, Bo, Kassar, that's all you're going to need, and everything else is going to be cake because there's no Ohio State breathing down their neck this year. There's not another transcendent team in the mix. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, if there was, the if only this thing was 20 that, that, the 2017-2018 Ohio State team, there'd be problems. Big there's problems. Not, there's not a team like that. No. And so the only team I I still – part of me thinks if Oklahoma State could somehow get all their talent in there, I just think they have 10 really, really, really good guys. They maximize their point potential. They're dangerous. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think uh, – I mean, you know, we, we've speculated about what best-case scenario – lineup would be for Oklahoma State. And I don't think we're going to quite see it. I think they're going to be really, really good, but they're not going to be quite there. I think with Iowa, um, they were a team we thought could maybe, but Warner is not going to be a title contender, right? Lugo was a title contender that now is like, man, he's just like a top 15-ish guy. I mean, and Lugo is maybe my biggest – disappointment relative to my expectations coming in 
that he's he's not. I mean, I really thought the guy could win a title this year, and he is not. I mean, he he took Ashnault to sudden victory. That's like maybe the one thing you can hang your hat on, but. I don't know where the offense has been with this guy. And I really thought he was going to have a nice year. Bull's been wrestling great. DeSanto's been wrestling great. But I just don't think they have enough enough bullets there. Ohio State, I don't think they've got enough. Michigan's look great, but I, I just don't see who has that high-end firepower, enough of it, to combat, to, to combat Penn State's big five. Yeah, and uh, it was funny the other – what was it, yesterday? I don't know, two days ago? It's like – I'm tweeting, hey, <laughs> hey, Boo is back. Hey, Boo is gone again. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. You know? It's unfortunate. I mean, I think, <clears throat> yeah, internally we talk about maybe Caden at 49 and Boo at 57. Now that's obviously not a thing. Um, but, yeah, it would take like a heroic effort out of Oklahoma State to get what they needed against Penn State. And more uh, than anything, it's like unseen – Never before seen uh, regression from Penn State. We've never seen their transcendent guys not be excellent. Has it ever happened yeah, at yeah. NCAAs? Well, like one time. Th- this is like this is almost exactly what kind of the whole point of what I was talking about. Like when I basically so when I said Penn State's got locked up in whatever October, it that basically means like things have to go catastrophically wrong. But meanwhile, so let, let's say RBY and Shakur don't wrestle the rest of the year. Like like worst case scenario for them, right? Well, Iowa had the injury to Kemmerer. Oklahoma State had the injury to Preston Weigel. Mm-hmm. Like, other bad things are also happening to teams, and that's why when you're Penn State or any any team, right, you're trying to put together a team that is so much far ahead of the pack that you can have things go wrong and still be in position to win a title. Yeah. Like, that. that's that's the ultimate goal that they're that it, every every high-level coach is trying to, to construct. That's what Coach Brand is trying to construct. That's what Coach Ryan's trying to construct. And right now, that's what Penn State has. They have a cushion that Mark Hall has to go barbecue for them to lose, which yeah, is like which is like unthinkable. Eh. It's like not going to happen. Right. Like the worst, the you know, last year the big thing was Nick Lee lost early, but then he wrestled back and placed really high, right? Like he lost his first match, then got fifth, 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 and you beat Kevin Jack. He beat he had he had quite a run on the backside. So all these bad things happening, but unless. I mean, shoot, we even saw it last year. Nolf got hurt, right? It's like, doesn't matter. He was back when it mattered and, and <laughs> they, beat everybody. They haven't lost a semi since 2014, 2015. That is insane. <laughs> they haven't lost <laughs> a is, semi. That is the biggest insane stat of all time. Yeah. Like, they haven't what? lost a semi NCAAs. <laughs> they probably won Big Ten semi losses. Well, yeah, because more guys make it. Um, that's that's quite a that's quite a stat. Okay, so the biggest duel of the and the thing that kind of gets lost in the Spencer not wrestling shuffle is the Ohio State Michigan duel was outstanding. And I, I don't know if you yeah. guys watched it. You're stupid if you didn't. It was really really good. Um, and Michigan comes out on top, and basically, but really, the thing kind of went chalk in a way. In in my mind, it. It went shock. I think Pantel- Pantelia was supposed to beat Keyshawn, even though I picked the opposite because I'm stupid. Um, so 25, Matten comes out. Heinzelman, clearly good, but he's not ready to, to place yet because I think Matten is just a guy that's somewhat on the cusp. But that was a really right. fun, scrappy match because both guys went after it. But then Mijic comes out. 
and absolutely woodsheds Luke Pletcher for seven minutes straight. Bad intentions all along. This was not a when when he was up uh, when he got the initial takedown and turn. So often you see guys be like, "All right, cool, I'm good here. I'll win six two. It's over." Right? He did not stop trying to pin Luke Pletcher until the whistle blew. Up to the very end when he got a late turn, it was it was diabolical. It was like statement <laughs> stuff. I said it's the most impressive match I'd seen at uh, 133 this year, and. It also, you know what, it sadly somewhat reinforces this. Stefan Micic beat Brandon Patzel 6-2 and looked very, very average in that match, right? And then he didn't wrestle at CKLV. And then he comes out against Luke Pletcher and looks amazing. And it really kind of shows and typifies, like, the um, the levels these guys can compete at, right? Mm-hmm. If things aren't optimized. And so, the, and that is the the risk you run, I guess, with wrestling guys. But I, I still don't see the downside. And if if March is all that matters, why does it matter if you lose in February? Why does it matter if you lose in January? March is all that matters. But if you lose, and like, what is NCA seating? Everyone makes a big deal about it. I don't think it's that huge of a deal, right? Especially, I mean, I never it never crossed my mind. I mean, it's it's stupid to talk about because it's not that it's not the reason why Spencer didn't wrestle. But when people comment on, it's like, you think Spencer cares about a seed? He's a, What's like, the matter? Seed? What was he seeded yeah, last year? Three. He was a three yeah, seed last year. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that's true, Christian. All that matters is March. But then, so who cares if you lose a duel in December or January? Yeah. Uh, not a duel, but a match. Um, I mean, Savan Mitic is kind of case in point. He had a horrible Vegas. And, uh, and here's a... Uh, yeah, the finals. right? Made the finals. I think Mitic is also... Is that, another thing is that um, if if it doesn't matter in March, or if it doesn't matter now, when you wrestle, practice is harder than a seven-minute match. Right. Aren't they I practicing? Mean, yeah, throw the not practice. I just don't get it. But anyway. Yeah. Okay, so um, found the last time Penn State lost a semi too. 2015, Jimmy, Jimmy Gulabon lost to Corey Clark. And they weren't supposed to win that one. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jimmy beat him in the duel. Oh yeah, he did. And uh, BJC, that was pretty sick. Uh, okay, that was a while ago. So. All right, we got to 33, and now is it like, wow, we're kind of stupid because none of us have picked Micic at any point, and he kind of looks like the best guy in the country right now. Well, I mean, part of it was it, – We hadn't seen him. Yeah, part of it – it was the same thing like when I that that show before Fixeriano. I was like, look, I have no clue if Seth Gross is wrestling again. Obviously, he's not, and I've seen – Stefan wrestled six guys this year, none of whom are ranked. So yeah. I can't I can't accurately depict where Stefan is. I know Stefan's amazing because he made NCAA finals, but I can't accurately gauge where he's at. Yeah. Well, now we have a gauge. He's still freaking amazing. Yeah. And what we'll see is, you know, he has Soriano in like two, three weeks or so. February seventeenth. Oh boy. Oh boy. So less like less than three weeks. So fire it up for that one. That'll be really good. Um, so, okay, that was 33. I, don't, I guess no one has other other Meech's thoughts. 41, Joey McKenna, 
every I say it every show. I get closer and closer to just saying McKenna's gonna yeah, win it. And um, yeah, I think I'm I think I'm ready. I think Joy McKenna's gonna win a title this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joey's dang good. Looks looks great. But part of it too is Yanni's kind of been like off the map, kind of. Like he hasn't been in a lot of. I don't know. We haven't seen a lot of them, have we? No. Yanni's missed some matches. He came back this weekend. He missed uh, Lehigh, right? No. No, no, no. He wasn't Lehigh. No, but he didn't look great. Didn't look great. Lost a major late, looked gassed. Um, and then. And hurt. I believe he hurt himself during that match. That was a rumor. It was a shoulder. Well, it, it, if you watch the match, like he wrestled differently um, at, after at some point. I can't remember where. But I think he had a tech and a pin this weekend. So yeah. it seems like he's back to. Yeah, Yanni. so with Yanni, I think, man, he's like. He'll have a nice closing stretch here. Princeton, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Ohio State. So he'll see McKenna last duel right before EIWA's. Oh, my gosh, we're going to see it. Well, and that's. I want to go. To, to, not to get back to Spencer again, but, like, you know, Spencer last year, we, it kind of took him a little bit to round into form, uh, like full Spencer Lee form when he started the year with that giant brace on coming off knee surgery and Yanni's in that same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? no, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, we won't see the best version of Yanni till late, but I think a couple of things. The reason I'm making this pick is one, Yanni, probably one of my favorite dudes in the sport, just on like a personal level, but not, there, there's just health questions there, right? And yeah. there kind of have been throughout his career. It's one of my biggest concerns with him and biggest hopes for him is that he just gets through this period of, of injury and is just not he, he just has one of those bodies that can hold up and withstand the rest because his talent is otherworldly and in a vacuum talent wise I do think he's better than Joey McKenna but I think McKenna matches up well he's wrestling the the differences are so subtle at this point I think it comes down to optimization and style matchup a, a little bit and I think McKenna has a style that is like really it fits well against beating Yanni. Um, Yanni's not uh, an otherworldly top wrestler. Like, he's good, but I, I think McKenna can get away. It's not like Bryce Meredith. I think he's going to be tough. For, I think it's going to be tough for Yanni to take him down. I think we're seeing McKenna wrestling at an all-time high right now. I think we, he's never looked better. So I just think you have guys at different points in their trajectory. Now, over time, Yanni's going to probably be the better wrestler NCAA credential-wise and maybe even on the international stage, but right now, as their careers overlap, I think it's Joey. Also, JDJ made this point. Nine of the past 12 years, TSU's had an A141. Four of them are NCAA champs. So, like, Joey's had a program where 141 success is expected, has happened, is continual, and I, I put some credence to that, like, you know, Jaggers, probably. Um, they know what they're doing with 141-pound guys. So, it... Yeah. He very well could beat Yanni again. Like, wouldn't – shouldn't shock anybody. Again? Um, I just meant – I'm sorry. I didn't okay. mean again like they okay. wrestled before. Well, no, like, again, like reinforcing his point. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, I thought – wouldn't have surprised me if you said, yeah, they wrestled at U20. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so that was 41. McKenna looked great. Micah smashed uh, Malik Amin. Pantelio beats Keyshawn, who kind of – he t- put the pedal in the metal, but way too late. Lost that match. Uh, couldn't ride Pentelio, who I thought looked pretty good. 
Massa looked fine uh, against Romero. Amin, Miles Amin, did not look great against Ethan Smith. was a really tough win there. was not getting on his offense at all. It was actually Ethan Smith. That's tied who, 1-1 late. Very late. And I really like – and this is why I think you maybe go Ethan Smith long-term because that guy can get to legs against just about anyone. Now, we saw in his wrestle-off against Tashan Campbell, he could get it on him all the day. He couldn't finish. right? He still can't finish. But, you know, if he can start putting those finishes together, his – his ability to get to legs is is really really good so i like him moving forward and i thought that would be a somewhat challenging match like a decision but i did not expect it to be three two late with uh romero or with smith in on the match winning takedown no me neither um and i mean to me it was uh, uh, miles didn't it wasn't a whole lot of offense from him i mean ethan smith did well ethan smith did well and I like Ethan Smith, too, and I would prefer him to Tayshaun. But uh, not to take anything away from Ethan Smith. I just don't think we no, saw Miles. Miles Amin should be beating Ethan, yeah. a freshman Ethan Smith soundly. And he I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but uh, Michigan-Penn State this weekend, there's so many good matchups oh in that. Oh, my gosh. We should, I mean, there's two we'll monster break. duels this weekend. You got Iowa-Nebraska. We'll um, next show, but, I mean, like – Door, Nick Lee, and then you have Chenzo Massa, and you have Miles and Mark Hall, which Miles and Mark Hall, two things, so it's a one-point match both times. Right, right. Remember last uh, last year, Michigan gave them a really tough match uh, mm-hmm. at Michigan. Tough duel. That was the duel where Pentelio took down Nolf twice, and then Pentelio took bottom, and then that was not the right Sorry choice. to derail. Sorry to derail. Okay. Uh, I think we have to talk about Paris and Singletary, yeah? We do. Um, came down to heavyweight. Yes, it did. Um, sorry, we were, we, we were kind of... <laughs> we were getting there. We were, getting, we were, we were, we're talking about every down match. The lineup. I don't know why you can't... So, because uh, we have to talk about Miles Martin, Tech falling the pride of Eastern Pennsylvania, JT Carell. Um, hey, you leave him alone. I... I'm, I I did I left him alone. Miles Martin refused. Take <laughs> it up with Miles. He did not leave him alone. I was pretty proud. Of, I was pretty proud of JT Carell. He wrestled. He, he was not yeah. uh, evasive. He was wholly outmatched. Where's Jelani Embry? They really they could have used Jelani. I mean they won, but yeah, we miss you, Jelani. But yeah, Miles Miles looks so good. He looks so good. That was uh two different athletic beings there. Uh, Colin Moore versus Jackson Strigo. Um, Colin Moore won by decision. And then, yeah, it did come down to Mason Paris. And we knew that Singletary had beaten him before. But I think, I, I don't know, I just think with the upside and the offense, you kind of favor Paris long term. He's still got a ways to go, but, man, he's he's going to be really, really good. Is Paris Kassar a thing? That's a great question. Willie and I were talking about this yesterday. I don't think so. I think Kassar is one – Kassar is one of the few heavyweights that athletically can match Mason. Like, mm-hmm. Mason's a way better athlete than Singletary, right? But not a way better athlete than Kassar. And Kassar's way more fundamental. I think it's going to be really tough for Mason to I impose think, his will. Yeah. I, I think it's a controlled and win I think for Kassar, Kassar. I think Kassar's, you know, more, much more polished right now. I mean, there's still, there's still massive amounts of rawness in in Paris, it's kind of scary. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna make monumental jumps, um, whether it's this season or next season. But right now, Sar's been in a college room for five years. You know, I feel like uh, Mason Paris is gonna be one of those guys that you, you look at his like uh, his Michigan headshot as a true freshman. You look at it as a fifth year. It's like. He's gonna, cause he looks like a boy right now in his face. Like yeah. I don't even know if he shaves, mm-hmm. right? And he's huge. And then I think in like five somebody, years, he could be like the scariest looking person in sports. Somebody told me this weekend that he already has like Michigan lifting records. Like his name is on the thing for lifting. Like at Michigan. Yeah, there's been there's been some big. I mean, Adam Coon still dwells yeah. those halls, right? Uh, I imagine yeah. he can lift some weight. Um, but hey, one yeah. last thing about uh, there's actually two last things about that Michigan Ohio State duel. But did you see the the challenge in that with Singletary in Paris where he's behind the thing? Yes. There, there, there's a challenge in there. I guess it doesn't really matter. But what happened in the wrestling world, in the college wrestling world, that all of a sudden? Every challenge takes 15 minutes. What is happening? I mean, every, what, what is there some kind of process that we are unaware of that happened? I don't know. Like I think they're installing January 5th. That like now, if you challenge, it's gonna be a good 15, 20 minutes. It's like another intermission. I don't know what they're looking at or why it takes so long. And they were talking about it on the broadcast. I'm like, this is there. There got to be something. Actually, maybe it was Sparks on the ill because it happened in the Illinois Iowa duel too. It was the it was the Illinois it was it was Max Murin and Mike Carr. Which, by the way, how is that? That was a terrible call. Well, no, it's not. Why is it? Because well, okay, it's not a terrible call. Do you not have to? No, I actually an official actually corrected me on this. They don't have to. They they don't have to give the three count for it to be awarded. That's what they're supposed to do. Explain it. Explain it. Okay, for the fans, the Mike Carr, single leg. Max Murin, dive rolls under. Murin holds him there for a three count. The official was not swiping and did not give any points, right? And it ultimately got stalemated. Tom Brands throws the brick. They go back and look at it. And for three seconds, he was in danger. He broke 90. But Did you see Tom Brands throw the brick? It was the greatest thing of the weekend. Uh-uh. That was the highlight of the weekend. Tom Brands... He looks at somebody as he looks at one of the coaches and they were like, yeah, yeah, challenge. And he goes. <laughs> it was, it like was a Frisbee fun. toss, like Askren yeah. on the Frisbee golf course. So like he they, was having fun doing it. But you're right. I don't, I it doesn't make it a bad call. It's unfortunate the, he was on his back for three seconds, period. Undeniable. Oh, absolutely. Take that. Absolutely. But, but Christian, are, is it, am I under the wrong impression? I mean, they don't have to, you don't have to count. I don't, I don't, I'm not allowed, I don't have to hear you. Like if I'm Mike and you're saying one, two, I'm, I'm now I'm working. But if I don't hear it, then all of a sudden I get up and it's two. I, I think, I think it's on the athlete. You need to know, you, you need to know going into the match that you don't necessarily have to hear the danger count. That is the rule. You don't have to hear it. So you have to have some body awareness to know when your back is breaking 90. Right, you have to know that, and whether you're hearing something or not, I agree with you, and that's why they are supposed to do that at all times. But that's just the way it goes. I mean, you can challenge near fall. You can say the same thing with near fall, right? Yeah. Like, well, I didn't hear, I I didn't hear any swipes. Near fall. I know the near fall thing, but I thought specifically in the challenge or in the danger, 
there was supposed to be a verbal count so that you know that you're in danger. I don't well, know. there is in a perfect world, and same if you're on your back in, in a near fall situation, that they could be missing counts and you wouldn't fight off your back because, hey, I'm not in danger. You just have to know if you're breaking 45 and you have to know if you're if you're breaking 90. So that was a good call, but it took forever and it shouldn't have. He was either on his back for three seconds or he wasn't. Paris, uh, Singletary, the Merkel situation, he was either behind or the way. You, you have the angles. Look at the angles. I don't know if they're installing updates on a Microsoft Surface or something. I don't know what could be happening. Are they connecting to the Wi-Fi? Because it should not take this long. Look at no. it and make a call. In the NFL, it's either conclusive or it isn't. And you don't have to belabor the point. Okay, you either know it wasn't two. If you can't tell it was two, you made the call on the mat. It wasn't two. And if you can't see definitively in within a minute of watching the replay, I don't I don't understand what they could possibly be doing. They're, they've like, got it took so long. I'm still yeah. I, I I don't know. It's it's highly annoying, and it's not always like this. I mean, I've done dozens of of. Replay. I mean, because when you're calling a match at the computer, you pull up the replays. They stand behind you. They look at it. All right, see it again. See. I mean, if it takes a minute, they're really thinking yeah. about it. A right. minute is a long time right. to look at a two-second scenario. Okay. And the one, the only time where I I say okay, it could take a little bit of time if they change the call and they have to go back and they have to factor in riding time. They have to factor in the clock. There. But other than it, should not take that long. It should not be that difficult. And I know you want to get the call right. But at some point, the the you just got to go with what you saw, and you know you're not gonna. It, it, it's hurting the flow of the match. So yeah, you're right, Willie. I don't know what is making it take so long. That, and it was pretty clearly not a takedown, right? I was pretty. I was like, what's the Paris one? Yeah, right. I was like, this. Is not... Well, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was close. Certainly. But again, what what are you looking for? Yeah. The guy in the grassy knoll. I don't yeah, I they were. I think they're hoping some Zapruder footage comes comes in, but it didn't happen. And uh, yeah, that was that was annoying. Uh, please hurry it up, boys. Um, you do a great job. <clears throat> Calls have been good, but you know what? Keep it moving. Keep it snappy. All right. Um, we got. We haven't talked about Uregan. Well, we cow. only talked about like two topics. We talked about two topics. Where's Fix in. Gomez? Fix Gomez. Oh my gosh. All right. Hold on. Before Fix Gomez, Corbin Myers coming in and messing everything up, making things yeah. very difficult, knocks off Mickey Phillippe. So Phillippe's dropping back down. Although I will say it kind of restores like the pecking order in my mind, or at least my mind, the, there's a top tier, and it's three dudes, and it's Micic, Fix, and Soriano. And I know DeSanto beat him, and I know that Phillippe lost, and I know that Gomez was right there with – or or that Fix lost to Phillippe. I what know all those is, things, but that's my mind, what? my mindset. When is Oklahoma State? February twenty fourth. February twenty fourth. You coming? No, he's not invited. Sweet. The first two. Well, you and I will I'll be, be at national, national preps. preps. National. The preps. first two matches that freaking door enormous. E enormous. So you're not going to be at Iowa Oklahoma State again? Once again, just oh like you at Flow Nationals, it'll never happen. <laughs> he was literally like the only Flow person not there two years ago. Like I was we at took five everybody. And uh, Nomad went somewhere else. It was five counties. I think Vinny was even there. You were everyone but <laughs> Askren was there. Ben Askren was ben there. Askren. Sion was there. Sion. Yeah, we had everyone but but Nomad. I'm sorry about that, buddy. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just we're getting me to world we're getting derailed a lot, and it's okay. It's fine. There's a lot to talk about. I'll say. Um, 
we should talk about Uregan because yeah, that, def- that definitely happened. Um, on the men's side, I don't think you can use a word other than disappointing. And on the women's side, you can't say be anything but excited. You know, Tamara Mensa wins three in a row. That's so awesome. Like never happened. Yeah, mm. legit first time ever in American history. Men's stock. That's yeah. Like she's right there with the best. Sarah Hildebrand. It's amazing. Sarah looks I mean, obviously you got like all it's the same for every woman's weight. You have to be Japan. But otherwise, Sarah's right there. Yeah, it's exciting. Best in the world. Exciting time for women's wrestling. You know, Zayn losing to Rashidov. And it was it was great watching the the mic'd up with Bill Zadick because the whole time he knows but he's he's given the message to Zayn from basically the time that they're in the corner throughout every every word he says is trying to get Zayn to attack. Trying to get Zayn. You have to attack. You will not basically what he's saying without saying is you're not going to win if you don't score again. Even though you have the lead, this guy is going to beat you, right? And sure enough, Rashidov gets that takedown right away. He's like, I'm gonna get one real quick and then I'll wait for my spot in the last uh, little bit. And Rashidov's defense was ridiculous on that first one. Yeah, uh, yeah, he almost had him. And then, I mean, why was it not very clear that Zane shut down in the second period? Well, yeah, and like we've never seen before. Yeah, like I mean, he just he went to the second period with the lead and said, "I ain't done nothing." Yeah, and, and there's a real because I, yeah, I talked with. Um, KJ about this at, at the Schultz. There, there's a real, and, and it's not that the coaches are um, like to the detriment of each other, but y- you know, K- KJ is really trying to to work on them with with the the defensive side of holding leads, and Bill's trying to work with them on the offensive side of increasing leads. Um, and Zane kind of fell in that awkward position of not being able to do either against you know a two time world silver medalist in Russia. Yeah, like yeah. It's not like he'd lost to a no-name. All right, so that was Zane, and then um, then we had uh, – it was too bad that Rashidov didn't get pulled through. And then Kyle loses in round one. He gets down four early, challenges, which I don't know. Is that four? Maybe, maybe not. I think I've seen that called four. I, I keep going back to the beat the streets with Gwiz and the Cuban – I didn't think that was four, but I think it is four. I think that's how they're calling it, and that's a four-point hold there. And, you know, to go down five in Siberia against a, a solid Russian, not guy wasn't on the ladder. He wasn't top three for Russia. But, you know, you're, you're playing with fire a little bit. But at the same time, you know, they're probably not going to overturn that call. But at the same time, 5-0 Kyle Snyder, you've done that before. You did it against Salas Perez, but it, it didn't come. He couldn't get it. It seemed like it took him a little while to get it going. And, you know, I, I don't know what to make of the loss for, you know, Snyder, what, how I view Snyder. Because on the one hand, we say, well, he yes, he does. He loses in the regular season basically every year, yep. right? This has happened. But this is kind of a guy that's maybe a rung or so below what he typically would lose to. Maybe not. And, um, I mean, it's the guy he's beaten in the last two Euregan finals. Soundly both times. But yeah. the guy is he, – he did make the last two league finals. Right. So I, I don't know what it means. I mean, I, I think it means he's got a ways to go before he's beaten the Sajulayev again, beaten Sajulayev again, right? Um, and, and other than that, I don't know if it's uh, much to react to. But it was disappointing. You go all that way, you lose one match, and then your day's done because you lost to a guy that was, frankly, 
not the best guy in the room or the second best guy or maybe not even the third best guy. Yeah. It's yeah, and and like you said, it's it's incredibly hard to take stock of what this does or doesn't do to Snyder because every time he has lost it just hasn't mattered, you know. Right. So, um, that was the Oregon. Good job, ladies. Well, I want to talk about Gilman real quick. You should talk about Gilman real quick. So, Gilman, when I was writing my preview, I went back and watched all his world's matches. Thomas Gilman, right? We all know what, what his best – when he shoots and he gets his hands locked, like that's his best shot, right? He did that one time in four matches the world championship. Shot, got his hands locked, finished. So, he was much more offensive. Um, he beat – a really good guy in Erdinibot. He put up, let's see, 10 points, 6 points, 9 points, and 14 points. That's the Thomas Gilman that I want to see. That's Thomas Gilman that I feel, if he is our representative again, will qualify America for, for Tokyo. So I was really happy to see that. Um, and, dude, that Magomedov kid's tough, and he might be their guy this year. I know he lost in the finals to Sajalive, but um, – other Mag- Sajalive. Yeah, baby Sajalive. Uh No relation, though, right? I don't believe so, because he's Chechen and Abdul Rashid is... All right, Kyle's yelling at some people on Facebook. What's happening, buddy? Uh, no, it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, someone said that Suriano doesn't belong in the top tier because he hasn't beaten anybody that he wasn't supposed to. Oh, okay. They can be quiet. They should probably watch wrestling. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 majored, he majored Philippi, who beat Fix. Yeah. And then he came back with, well, don't tell me you didn't pick um, Fix to beat Philippi. Or to beat Suriano to beat, yeah, Philippi to beat Suriano. Yeah, I, like, I didn't well, pick him because he's really, really good. So I have to think less of the guy initially to pick him for it to think he's good. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Facebook. Unless you win as an underdog. Okay. Stop yelling at <laughs> him, Kyle. Let him go. Um, I went on a blocking spree on Instagram. Just angry. <laughs> Stupid people. I thought, hold on. Let, can we talk about this? Because me and Christian always got in arguments several times about the the value of blocking versus muting. Mm-hmm. And I just block people. I want to be done with them. I don't want to hear from them. I don't want. I don't need. I don't want them to see my stuff. I don't. I just. I never want to hear from you again. And Christian does this thing where he mutes you. Mm-hmm. So that you, they don't know, right? And I like, to me, I just want to be done. Um, I am done so with why them. Why did you? Why did you come over to the dark side? No, I didn't. I didn't block anyone. No, no, no. I was blocking from Flow Wrestling's Instagram. You also can't mute people on Instagram. You also can't do that. But it's, no, it's, I was like on the Flow Wrestling one. Anyone that was like anyone that is that is dumb enough to be, get mad at us for hyping a match, they, I was just blocking <laughs> them. Gone. We have three. Block, listen, guys. Block. Listen, we have 345,000 followers. We'll be fine without you. You you hate it so much. You hate us so much. I'm doing you a favor, actually. I'm blocking you. I'm sparing you from our to- our horrible hype. I'm getting it out of your Seriously. feed forever. Okay? Yeah. So you're I welcome for the block. block. And uh, if you don't want to get blocked, then watch what you say because Big Brother's then watching. don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. It's simple. What, what did you ask? Did, why did you ask Tom Brands if? Spencer Lee was. We don't go to every coach and ask about. Is Spencer weighing in? Is De, is DeSanto weighing in? Is Max Murin weighing in? No, we don't do that. It's not possible. Don't have to ask. Every single human is weighing in. No man, are you a blocker or a muter? I'm a muter. Boom. Team. That's muter. weak sauce. 
It's not. It's not. It, it's it's not weak sauce. Like, yes, it is. It's it's. Uh, what's the word for it? It's. Uh, could actually argue that blocking is weak sauce. Yeah, blocking is weak blocking sauce because weak. they got to you so much yes. that you never want to see them yes. again. I mean, it's an adult thing to do. This guy's getting. Is it? Get you literally right? were just like you arguing guys, with somebody guys, the other day, and then we're like, "Oh, block, idiot!" <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, Willie. Exactly. You, okay. you guys mute people so they so they don't they still think they're following you and they don't know. I mean, Willie, can I? Can I tell you why blocking is dumb? Like fundamentally, why blocking is dumb? Is your account locked? Is you, do you have a public profile on Twitter? Okay, then all they have to do is log out of their laptop and they can see. You can read everything you you say, or they can make out. Yeah, yeah, they can't. They're not responding to me. I don't care. They can make another account. Any, any okay, I don't can, care. We, can we finish up Euregan and Dave Schultz? Real we quick? haven't finished it. Well, I just I, Dave Green got kind of beat up by Bayev and. Guys, Russia's back to being way ahead of us again. Um, and then Schultz, a bunch of guys look good. Molnar won 70, but he's going to be down 65. He was actually, like, underweight. He weighed in, like, 68 was kilos. Did, so apparently did, what happened was there was... If he's blaming the government <laughs> shutdown, I'm you calling... see, what happened out. was... Stop it! He better not blame... Do not blame TSA. He, if, he, if he, really, he really did, like, there, like, there, was, uh, there was mention of Trump. All right. If Trump was involved, fine. Checks out. <laughs> Trump doesn't want to see him winning. For, All right. Jo has to go to the open now, though. To go, well, I guess he doesn't because he could go to Northeast Regional. But like, hey, is Pat Downey there? He's coming. I forget which. He might get in tomorrow. Guys, yeah. Pat Downey's coming to flow. I'm so pumped. You you played yourself moving to Easton. I know, dude. I, actually, I might have saved myself. Yeah, that's true. Me and Pat Downey on Sixth Street. Oh my lord. That ain't yeah. good. Hey, we need we need Downey and Nomad to hit the town together. Look for some revenge. Look for Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> Tear them up. <laughs> Couple B more boys. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine if if, if, if you roll up on them with Downey, it's a wrap. Problem is if he's he coming tomorrow, scouts. I look for Jersey on Thursday. All right, just don't 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 rain on our parade. If he's coming tomorrow, you can go look for him with him tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, but I leave on Thursday, so I gotta get all the stuff done that I have to do. Stop it. No one cares. Tell tell Pat Downey about the soup kitchen, and go you go taking mugs down. All right, okay. So yeah, Downey's coming in. Schultz happened. No Jo. Great sadness because I wanted to see Molinero versus Jordan Oliver very badly, but it didn't happen. This was the match of thi- this was the weekend of things not happening. It's fine. We'll deal with it. How about my man Andrew Alirez? He's so good. Yo. I made the mistake of using the word talented, and Ben Askren got really fired up because he thinks it doesn't exist. And it's, uh, but yeah, he's, also he's outstanding. Ben is a goof. He's a goof. Also, Brandon Paulson. Brandon Paulson was not happy either. He he prefers Greg Kirkfleet. But listen, wow, Andrew he prefers Lewis. the guy he coaches. That's interesting. Also, he Andrew beat Lewis, Dean Heil I mean, on the backside. Do you realize that? Yeah. That is crazy. He beat Dean Heil. He's a senior in high school. I mean, well, when Greg, Kirk, when Greg Kerfley is people. entering senior-level competitions and doing something remotely similar to that, then okay. But right now, Greg well, Kerfley is wrestling high schoolers. People were really confused when we posted that Meredith match, and I said like in the copy, like high school senior Andrew Lears. They're like, wait, what? Like he's in high school still? Yes. It's like, yes. yes. Like, yes. yes, he is. He has geometry tonight or this, <laughs> this morning. Um, okay. Also, Ben Whitford got third. And could not be more excited. Ben Whitford is back in the world 
Yeah, dude. He, he... I didn't realize he came back. I saw. I watched his first. I watched his loss, and he looked. Man, he looks skinny. Well, he's down at sixty-one. He wrestled. I know. Just eat and go sixty-five. The best version of Ben Whitford is the wide open Whitford, right? That dude. He was putting points on. He was putting points on the board. He beat Sheldon Mack thirteen zero. And Sheldon Mack is like that classic, like really tough dude that like everything is a match, and he it wasn't a match. Yeah, he's really good. Okay. Um, Do we talk fix Gomez? We should talk fix Gomez because before we get to cues from Fs. Hmm. Uh, so Gomez, we kind of said, man, just one of those bad matchup things. Probably never gonna do it. He kind of had it there to win. Uh, he had a couple different opportunities. One, he comes out, he gets a takedown right away. Single leg, quick finish on the cutback. No funny business. But it comes down to riding, him getting ridden, and unable to ride Dayton in the locking hands point um, that ultimately kind of shifted it for him. And Fix did not have a takedown, right? Because the inside trip was actually a reversal, I believe. Yeah, it yeah. was. So... No takedowns for, for Dayton is is different, and it's, you know, maybe this part of the year he's having a little harder time getting the guys. And then Gomez is in on the single leg. Gomez uses great motion, level change stuff, gets in on the single leg. Actually, it was the pass-by attempt from Dayton, and he pulls it right into the single leg, and Dayton is just on the edge fighting it off. And I don't know what to make of it in terms of, you know, hey, is this Big 12 Finals a thing? I guess you have to say probably so, right? This guy's beaten DeSanto. He's looked really good, and, and Iowa State as a whole is looking pretty solid. But Austin Gomez doing doing a really nice job. Someone uh, tweeted us and was like, "See, this is why Austin Gomez doesn't like to wrestle with the lead <laughs> because he scored the first points." Yeah, it was it, it was it was so weird. Like Austin's got to be kicking himself. Like I'm not saying anything Austin Gomez doesn't know, right? But like you get you give up the the escape with short time in the first after you get the takedown. You give up the locked hands. You lose a match when you don't give up a takedown. You, you give up riding time. And, you know, I don't know. I so A lot of people said this, and I went back and watched the match. Dayton probably could have been hit for stalling in the second period at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I, think Dayton, I think Dayton probably should have been hit for stalling yeah. in the second period. Well, That's also, a tough call to get in Stilly. Sure, for sure. Yeah. And well, you it know, was get, long. It was long. Now, you know, if Dayton hit, does he adjust? Yes. Right. Juxtap- right. Juxtapose that with the Soriano DeSanto stall call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Now, Dayton can adjust. The, the locked hands call thing, though. I mean, if, if, if Gomez doesn't lock hands, if Gomez doesn't lock hands, it's probably a one and a two then. Anyway, and it's probably an escape and a takedown. <laughs> this is total, <laughs> like, this is 100% armchair quarterback, like, like yeah, not I mean, being in the moment thing. But... In my head, I'm like, if I like, in my head, like, if I'm Austin Gomez and I know I have a lot of hands, like, I just tackle him, like, I just go all in, like, I'm gonna give up the point anyway, like, I might as well just like try to do everything I can to make the most out of this locked hands, which I know is like not really, really realistic, but it's just like, man, that, oh, you give up the locked hands and immediately the reversal, like that, that's. that's so I really thought, I really thought Fix almost locked hands on top again from that sit out position. Man, There's a lot of. Why is everybody he, locking hands? Of- yeah. Yeah, why is everyone locking think, hands? This is the year of locked that? hands, yes. Did you think he locked hands? Probably. I thought he locked hands, too. Uh, Mark Hall got called for it last weekend against Labriola, and then they challenged for another one, and now this. Like, stop locking hands, people. Yeah, not till not till. How about if, if, yeah. if Seth was still around? Well, Big 12s would be fire at 33. Now they're just ice. Okay. Um, 
Oh. You get a song. All right, we have Big so many. 133. That's going to be our marketing plan, Kyle. I'll market that. A, a story of fire and ice. A song of fire and ice. <laughs> Got it. With Seth Cross Fire. No ice. Uh, I didn't put that many questions in from our friends. Uh, this person's not our friend. His name's John Renan. But he's asked this question two, week, two weeks in a row. And uh, he said, the walking around height and weight for each FRL guy, add weight uh, and weight class if given two weeks to prep for attorney. Uh, starting with Willie. Well, I go uh, 160 two weeks. I can make 125. <laughs> <laughs> Is this one of those famous 220s to down to 197, take the 18-pound dump that you've recommended before? Yes. Okay. Right. It wouldn't be hard for me to. How tall? How tall are you? Five three with heels. Five two. Black. <laughs> Just one inch heels. All right. Five yeah, I five. I think you're about five one. Five two, dude. Don't even don't. Me <laughs> All right, five two. He's five two. Wrestling nomad. Fifty seven. Fifty seven kilograms. What do you weigh right now? And how tall are you? Post uh, post sauna with Guerrero because he made me get on took a picture of me. I was one forty. One forty. Remember when you were telling us you weighed like one twenty eight? Because stuff? I have never hit one forty in my life until like you did tell six us months that. ago. For years you're like I six swear months. I don't weigh one. I don't but even weigh one hundred because it's never happened. Like I, like in college and then he wouldn't step on a scale. Then he wouldn't step on a scale. Then we we're like, wait, you in, weigh so in, much more than you've ever said. In college when I was like drinking and eating and oh working out all the time and just like doing all these things that make you bigger i like never remotely approached 140 mm -hmm. just didn't happen wait till you get it keeps happening kyle bracking oh and 57 kilograms okay mm -hmm. go about 150 mm -hmm. um i don't know how tall i am like five six five, five seven no you're taller than that yeah, you're taller. five eight you're I'm taller five than eight. Me. yeah all right five eight cool all right. he's sweet si he's six two yeah uh six one with cleats um <laughs> <laughs> uh 33 would really suck yeah uh i'll say 41 I, I would just yeah i would just go go the olympic weight go 65 easier cut we're doing uh college weights you're you're wrestling freestyle we're wrestling collegiately yeah um, Tom Brands. So I'm 5'8". This morning I weighed 147 pounds, and I think I'd be a 41 too. So I'll see you in the, uh, well, probably round one, and I'll lose. Pigtail. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you there. Pigtail. Yeah, but maybe maybe I get seated uh, opposite you somehow. So, yeah, that's what that's our height and weight, John Renan. Stop asking. What's your height and weight, John Renan? Yeah, John. <laughs> yeah. Like Willie told him to fall off a cliff, <laughs> and he's like, I did last week. <laughs> Um, Austin Holland, what can we do to make Willie love us again? Sacrifice our firstborn child's ability to choose bottom. Would that would that yeah. that would help? Yeah, us. anybody that anybody that uh, procreates and then tells their child they can never, um, you know, sometimes we go neutral. Yeah, I like you. Now now we can be Twitter friends. Okay. Willie Good. was trying to suck up. He was responding to a ton of people. Yeah, last everyone. Night. I was just like, that was stop. That was annoying. I got We're, so many notifications. And then he would say, great, and then put the question mark. Just type question. Because <laughs> uh, I read it, I'm like, great. great? I know, like, same. That's what Burgundy? I do too. Oh jeez! No, there's a space in between. That means great question. No, there were but, some good ones left. But you know what? Sometimes as as you uh as you interact with with older people they do a thing where they put the space between the ex between the punctuation mm -hmm. see that a lot it's very common with those that are 
you know, getting up in age. Maybe I'm not Elder, saying Willie Elder is. Elder I am. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's definitely getting older. He's certainly not getting younger. And, you know, he's approaching senility um, rapidly. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I, hope, I hope to see you um, love these people again. But the, the reality is he will never love you. And I'm sorry to say that. He does not respect not. you. Don't let these tweets fool you. He does not like you. Chuck Finley, the famous lefty, apparently a listener of <laughs> FRL, um, he could throw that speedball by you. Does anyone else besides me think that Pitch has a real chance of being the champ at 125 this year? The dude has looked amazing so far. I think you have to say yes. His cross-wrist tilts are money right I, now. I, get, I, give him, I give him a sh- uh, a real chance. Now, in, in coming, in, coming into this year, I thought I thought Pitch over Rivera. Not in the finals, but I thought... I thought it was Spencer, yeah. Pitch, Rivera. Now, um, now I think I have to say probably Rivera over Pitch, and you know, of course, I, my pick is still Spencer to win it all. Despite he lost and he didn't wrestle, I still think ultimately Optimize Spencer wins. But yeah, I give Pitch a great chance to win NCAs this year. He does have a shot. The, the thing I mean, with he that has is... a shot, right? I mean. Like in in years past or in previous versions, you say, no, not a title contender. He's a he's a AA. he's a four five four five guy. Now I think, and he's always been good on top. I think yes. he's developed on his feet. His leg attacks are there. Well, I don't know about that because he not against Pat Glory. They weren't okay. One match he didn't get. You know, the stuff well, that match was against Glory. a true freshman. Mm. He. Mm. Okay. Mm. Take that match out. Has as as take out what's the best guy he's wrestled? Did huh? you watch any other matches? I mean, you don't think that Raven Foley's probably Pacini the highest ranked guy. Has made jumps on his feet. Has gotten better on his feet. No, he's I've always been. I thought I've always felt he was amazing I, on his feet. I've his thought singles. I've, and, I thought his his uh, ability his to turn people like went from like yeah he can turn people to now he's just. Like it almost me, every single match. Makes me question how much you've watched Nick Piccinini. He's been no, I've watched Nick Piccinini more than all y'all. You don't I've even know him more than you. You don't even know who he is. You're right. You're Here, right, dude. Here's the other you issue with Pitch. Here. We have another issue. He, he, just like everyone else against Spencer, has been down huge in the first period. Hmm. Hmm. Someone got mad that they said we, Flo has never posted an article about how to beat someone before, and that that's what we did with the Spencer Lee thing. Yeah. Someone said yeah. I was biased. I was like, it's, it's numbers, numbers. It's stats. Like, it's... I, I, I'm sorry that I put in every single match that Spencer lost because there's seven of them. Wait, there yeah. are? Yeah, I put in every. I put. I literally described every like, way he lost. Way eighth grade. Because the whole oh. point of the article was like, like the whole point of the article was Spencer Lee is otherworldly in the first period, and the only time he's not otherworldly, he has lost. Like that—that's just factual information. It's not like a how-to beats. You know how to beat Spencer? You'd be better than him. Which is there's no what one. If, there's no one's better than him. What if for what maybe if, a couple people? Think about what you're still saying. Lost to him. Think about what you're saying. If you actually believe that that article is biased, that Nomad is here cracking the code for other coaches on how to beat Spencer Lee. That they <laughs> this has never dawned on another coach. That it took Wrestling Nomad's insight for him to say, you know, we should take a look. You know what? Hold on, Glory. Get a load of this. Nomad broke it down for us. <laughs> Don't get taken down in the pitch, first period. Pitch, come here. We got it. Look, uh, so I know we were th- we were talking game plans here 
But uh, throw it out the window. I need you to read this <laughs> and just keep reading it. I'll read it. And um, you know what? That's the game plan moving forward. We'll get it on audio. They, we'll get a file for you. You know what? We'll get this. I'm going <laughs> to – Coach Perry's going to read this. We're going to get it on MP3. You got one of those iPods, right? You just throw it right on there. You can listen to it. And then you're going to know how to beat Spencer. It's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Um, do we have any other friends? It's 919. Um, someone asked if if it's possible that the flow team is cursed because anytime we hype a match, it doesn't happen. No, that's stupid. That's it's really jinxes. Jinxes are less real than Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus is literally more real than than jinxes. Jinxes are fake. Oh, wow. I know that may be a controversial. Oh my god, that is a damning photo. Nikki Barnes. Nikki Barnes nine one zero. Turn it around. Hold on. We gotta go full screen. Enhance. Dayton, hold on. Let me see what I can do here. It's a full. I'll just retweet. I'll re we'll retweet it. He, he locked up a gut wrench on on Austin Gomez. That is. Man. Mm, that is. That's that's hard to argue. It's it's tough. To, it's a pretty tough scene. That would be that would be a one point locked hands. Why is everyone locking hands? To echo Kyle Brackey's question. Stop it, real quick again. Is the, is the reaction time on locking hands no. at the collegiate level? There's not, right? There's not when you're on the mat. Like, if he had just, like, returned him down, he right, has, the, like, the a situation where they were on like, their, The second where they were on their feet, yeah, yeah. Yes. Match, yeah but yeah. that right there, no. Hey, we've got Nomad's solo shot here. They were, they were, uh, I could see them uh, in the control room. Actually, the control room, it's very interesting. Oh. They have a new, um, so maybe we can go on Nomad's solo shot here and he can hold it up for it. But it's pretty, it's pretty, yeah. All right, a little higher, a little higher, buddy. There we go. This is uh, what's Nikki Barnes handle so people can. Nikki Barnes nine one zero. We'll retweet it after nine one zero. All right. Thank yeah. you, Nomad, and thank you, Control Room. They actually we're, we haven't figured out how to implement it yet. No, I'm not even gonna spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it because it's it's gonna be awesome. You can see it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say. But we have some new technological innovations here in the studio, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And I think we'll leave this show at that. I think it's time to go. There's a lot of topics we didn't get to, um, but we did our best. Dag on it, and that's all we can. That's all I can ask for. Friends, I won't be here Thursday. We'll be Nomads never Where here you, on Thursdays. Yep. Where are you me, going? Me and Holmes will be covering Nebraska Rutgers and Princeton Rutgers. Dang. So why don't you uh Yeah. That was all. Just wanted to let everybody know that. All right, man. Well I just want everyone to know that on Thursday, um KB's alien hours coming back and you need to forget everything you thought you knew about Avril Levine. <laughs> wow. Done. I forgot it all already. No, Matt, uh, Willie, have you forgotten everything you know about Avril Levine? I I don't even know who Avril Levine is anymore. Oh, you're a liar. <laughs> Skater you boy. See you later, boy. All right, see I you know, later, boys and girls. <laughs> Play us out. You, you didn't get the joke. I get it now, Will. I legit Person. thought. Yeah, I oh, get it. I didn't get it. He for, he already forgot about her. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Willie. Sorry, I'm, you guys know I'm slow. Hey, we thank you guys so much for tuning in so dutifully on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, and on the site, flowwrestling.org. Many of you are listening to this in your cars on iTunes or Stitcher. Not live, but you can listen live. You can listen not live. Oh, I'm going I'm to try to get it on Spotify. This uh, He's got to connect. We'll see. We'll see if that works. In the Spotify industry. I've seen other wrestling podcasts on Spotify, and then I've kind of felt stupid that we weren't on there. Yeah. But um, you guys are finding it because you're listening to this thing like crazy. So we thank you for that. Um, and yeah, sponsors, potential sponsors, Popeye's Chicken. Um, a lot of people listen. So And they might buy your stuff if you advertise. But you're never going to know until you do. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back Thursday. 
We're so excited for Thursday. A lot to talk about. Kansas State, Michigan, Iowa, Nebraska. If anyone yelled at me or Willie for what we said on radio, Astronaut that happens Kaladzic. sometimes after radio. We get yelled at. Hopefully we don't. Ashnaut Kaladzic. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time.